Welcome to Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast. I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing that was all started by a mouse. Hello and welcome to episode 23 of Grown Up Kids. This episode is sponsored by Deidre. Thank you so very much for being a patron and for supporting our podcast. Yes, thank you. I'm Katie. And I'm Megan. And today we're being joined by two guests. We have a return guest, Alex. Hello. Hey. (laughs) And a new guest, Savara. Savara. You already (laughs) said it wrong. I did. Oh my God. In my head, I was like, you're doing it. You're doing it. Oh my Severa. Severa. I am so sorry. It's okay. I practiced in my head 80 times. Hello. It's it's because it's because you're like, oh, it's not the name that I think it is. So then you do yeah. <laughs> well, uh, hello. Every time Hi. I look at like the spelling of your name, I think it's Savannah. So then that's why I go Savara cuz it like yeah. kind of sounds like Savannah. <laughs> My mom spelled it wrong. It's supposed so. to be V-E-R-A, but... <laughs> Severa. Are you writing down a phonetic spelling yeah. of it? <laughs> Alrighty, so we're going to get Severa's Disney profile since we already have Alex's. Um, and the first question is, how did you get into Disney? Okay, so I just grew up with Disney. Um, I've been watching the movies... Like, as long as I can remember, the first Disney movie I ever watched was Cinderella, and we got it on Blockbuster, like, from Blockbuster, (laughs) and I still have it. (laughs) Like, we never returned it. (laughs) Awesome. Um, Well, you can't now. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, yeah, I just, like, built this, like, entire big collection. I still have them in, like, storage, just all of these Disney VHSs, like, I just bought them over the years because I was so obsessed. Um, It's funny because people are always like, just, like, transfer them into DVDs. Like, it's really easy. And I'm like, but it's classic. Like, (laughs) you know, like, I just, I don't. And also, we have one of those VHS DVD, like, combo things. But the DVD part broke. So the only way Hmm. I can watch them right now is on VHS. Well, that's awesome. That's amazing, actually. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, and then, like, I guess I didn't realize that people weren't as into Disney as much as I was. <laughs> like, like I, I don't know how to explain that, but, like, it's, like, everyone likes Disney, but, like, do they like Disney? <laughs> like, <laughs> do they want to know everything? And it was just, I guess it was just always my thing. Like, my cousins would be, like, oh, now Sarah's, like, going to give us some fun fact about, like, Dumbo's trunk or something like like, it was just my thing so yeah I just grew up with it and I just like really fell in love with it I love that and I want to point out that I miss how it looks when you have all the VHS's on your shelf yeah because it's so big and like colorful and poppy and like now like it's this teeny tiny little you can barely see the little name yeah like it still looks kind of nice but it's not the same and now you have like the different like some of them are dvds and some of them are blu-rays and it's tall and short and annoys the (laughs) heck out of me i actually i actually just bought a disney vhs this past weekend at a garage sale mickey something or it was like the spirit of mickey i'd never i've never seen it before and I want to watch it. So we're going over to Severa's house and borrowing her VHS player. <laughs> <laughs> so who would you say is your favorite character? Okay. That's okay. That's really hard. <laughs> um, okay. I think the first favorite character I ever had was Winnie the Pooh. Um, nice. I've had a stuffed animal of I've had a stuffed animal of him since I was little. Oh, <laughs> she just broke uh, it out. The feels. <laughs> I like. I have this thing. I'm like, all of my stuffed animals need to sleep with me, or else they'll be sad. So. <laughs> I can relate. I, yeah, I get it. Yeah, I get that. Um, and yeah, that was my first like favorite. And then when I grew up, my favorite became. Oh my goodness. <laughs> That's that's me and my first Pooh Bear. I just animal. pulled out another nostalgic photo. <laughs> um, I still have that Pooh Bear. Sorry. Go ahead. Continue. Yeah. <laughs> so cute. 
Um, and then when I grew older, like middle school, that's when Princess and the Frog came out. And I just really, really loved Tiana because I remember watching her and being like, this is the type of person that I want to be when I'm older. Like, I want to like act like this. I want to like be like this. And I feel like, like more recently, like I have been, and that's like a really cool feeling because I just feel really ambitious and really dedicated. And I'm like, I'm glad like I'm like using this as like my motivation. I don't know. Yeah, um, I love that. And then, yeah. And then uh, I just also really love Nani um, yeah. because she, uh, well, first of all, she looks just like my mom when my mom was younger. Um, and she just reminds me a lot of my mom because my mom was a single mother for a while. And I just felt like the Lilo to her Nani. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Like, I'm like, Tigger's my favorite because he's silly. And, like, you have real raisins <laughs> that have real favorite characters. <laughs> um, do you have a favorite movie? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, so it's, like, a tie right now between Lilo and Stitch and Coco. Um, Coco is so good. Yeah. Oh, Coco is so good. <laughs> I love Coco. <laughs> it was it was really crazy because I I mean even though like I love Disney I'm still very like nitpicky with it and I'm like like yes this is like good but like let me like analyze this and I remember just with Coco it was just like you know I've never seen a family like mine portrayed on screen before because I. When I was younger, I lived with my mom, my grandparents, my aunts, and my uncles, like, in one house. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I just can't believe, like, I don't know, I felt so connected to it. And then, like I said before, I really connected with Lilo and Nani in that movie. So just, I guess, really family-oriented movies I'm, I really enjoy. Coco. I love that. Yeah, Coco is a great <laughs> movie. And that's that's awesome. that's an awesome perspective to bring to it because... I just loved how well they did that culture and like how educational it was because I didn't, I honestly didn't know what Day of the Dead was before I saw that movie. And yeah, the fact for, that, like, bare surface. Right. I know? mean, like, yeah. yeah, I knew like surface level maybe what it was, but like to be able to understand it and to have just an animated film teach that to me, I thought was amazing. Um, mm. Plus, the plot twist actually got me, and I was like, yeah. "Wow, I didn't see that, that coming!" Just, yeah, came out of nowhere, yeah. and then the whole rest of the film, I'm just crying. Yes, <laughs> no matter how many times I've seen it now, I'm just crying. Yeah, yeah. Pixar I'm does on my eleventh watch. Yeah. <laughs> Side I note: I frequently listen to the soundtrack in my car when I'm Same. driving, oh, yeah. and I'm like, "Un poco loco." <laughs> I literally was just listening to that song like yesterday in the car. I love that song. It's my favorite. I'm like, yeah, this is what love is. Yeah, it's so good. The second time we saw Coco in the theater, um, there was a little girl next to us, and like she had to be like three, so she wasn't sitting in her chair. It didn't bother me, but like you know, she was walking around because they get restless. It's a long movie, and it but was she... one of those theaters with like the big chairs, yeah. so like the aisles were huge, mm-hmm. so she had space yeah. to like be spinning around and everything. But she wasn't being annoying. She was just like singing every word, and she started singing "Remember Me," and I was like bawling like worse than just watching the movie because it was adorable i was like this mom and daughter have come to see this movie many a times already (laughs) it was yeah yeah i'm oh sorry go ahead i was just gonna say on on top of that there's a video that i always see on social media like my facebook page of a boy with like a toy guitar and i guess um like he had a younger sibling that um, either it was miscarriage or passed away very early and they had like a kind of a m- memoriam set up and he's playing with his toy guitar singing remember me oh to like the pictures of his like past sibling and I'm just like oh my goodness it's too much for my heart I've, I yeah. have not seen that on Mm-mm. social media yet, thankfully. Oh, if I, 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 I'm <laughs> Facebook page because it, like, it just makes you cry seeing oh this. Yeah, just post it on Sunday and be like, yeah. I know we were talking <laughs> about the sword and the rose, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I mean, I'm not Hispanic. My um, family's from Pakistan, but um, it's just the culture is really similar just in terms of family. So like. I, d- I, get, I just connected to it so much. It's, I think anyone can, just if you're yeah. close with your family at all. Yeah. It's, it's such a feel-good movie. 
don't know. Okay, we're not talking. <laughs> Coco is years away. Oh my <laughs> god. We'll, we'll see you in 2042. <laughs> is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Um. So, have you been, if you've been to the Disney parks, what is your favorite park? And if you haven't, what do you think your favorite park would be? Okay. Um. I've been to Disney World only, but I've been like five times. Um, uh, and my favorite is Magic Kingdom. It's the one that I've been to the most. But I think, like, Animal Kingdom is a really close runner-up because most of the characters that I met the first time I went to Magic Kingdom when I was five are there now. Because, mm-hmm. like, I met Baloo and I met King Louie and I met Rafiki and stuff, and those are, like, the pictures that I have, and they're all in Animal yeah. Kingdom now. Mm-hmm. So Animal Kingdom has great meet-and-greets. They do. Yeah. They do. And they have Doug and Russell, too. Yes. And now they have the, the bird show featuring them down there, which and is super Flick. cool. Yeah, oh and God, Flick. I'd love to meet Flick. Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. I've seen Miko there. A lot of um, behind the scenes insider tip here. A lot of <laughs> a lot of people who are friends with the characters uh, train at Animal Kingdom and then also train at Epcot. So, like, I've seen. Um, I well, I personally haven't seen, but like I've seen, I know people who have seen like Hercules come out at Epcot oh. randomly just out of nowhere because they're just training uh, oh. that day. So it's amazing. Yeah, they like super random characters. Rabbit from Pooh Bear, I've seen come out at Epcot and um, Animal <laughs> Kingdom before. They too want a drink around the world. You know, everybody does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so lastly, what is your favorite Disney memory? Uh, I think I have, like, two really big ones, but one is, like, actually Disney, and another one is just sort of, I guess, inspired. But, um, my favorite, like, Disney Disney memory was watching Wishes for the first time. Oh, God. Mm. Um, I was so upset when I, because I went... I don't know when they updated it, but I remember going again the year after, and I was just so upset that they changed it, because, like, I, I, because Wishes was the first fireworks show that I remember. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, so it was just very close to my heart, and I, like, I remember sobbing, like, every time, he was like, I just want everyone to remember that it all started with a mouse, and I'm like, that's me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Um. And then another really good memory I have is that when I was five years old and living with my um, grandparents, uh, there was this little, like, creek um, behind us. And it was, like, creek, and, like, you could see the creek from, like, a railing and then a road. And then on the other side, the creek continued. You could see it from a railing. Um, And my grandpa and I would play poo sticks. Um, And so we'd, like, drop our sticks and then, like, look both ways and like run across the road and like see which one got there first oh that's awesome (laughs) cutest thing ever (laughs) i love that (laughs) (laughs) oh man episode's over that's all we needed was that beautiful (laughs) little story All right, so today we are going to You're be... You're so excited. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be... I don't... Okay, I don't want people to stop listening because I'm not excited about the movies. Okay, so <laughs> today we will be discussing The Sword and the Rose. Yeah! Yeah. So first up, after that beautiful Disney profile, is the 32nd Disney Dash. Woohoo! That you did not write yourself. I'll go first. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Disclaimer, I did fall asleep during the movie. Um, Meg, everyone's used to that by now. But, (laughs) but, like, I I definitely remember the first half of it. Mm -hmm. So the second half, you're going to be like, I'm reading these things, and I guess they happened. I don't know. It makes sense. I read what she wrote. Are you ready? Yeah. (laughs) To read your fake stuff? It's really long. She did not do a good job at keeping this to be 30 seconds. You better talk real fast. Okay. Ready? Mm -hmm. Set? Go. Mary falls in love with a medieval sweater vest-wearing dude named Robin Hood. Actually, it's Charles. She persuades her brother, King Henry, to make him captain of the guard. Meanwhile, Henry is determined to marry her off to the super old King Louis of France when women should be used as pawns for peace. 
Uh, <laughs> I'm going to skip a little bit. Um, he... So Charles then leaves to travel to the New World. Mary pulls a maid Marion and dresses up like a boy and follows him. Uh, then they find him and they go back and... Um... <laughs> nope. <laughs> Am I done? You're up. <laughs> You're up. You know, I'm reading this over your shoulder and she did a very good job. It's she... a little long, but she did a very no, good no. job. No, no, she definitely did. It's, yeah, I just... I can't talk that fast. I also like that every time she refers to King Louis, it has some sort of old comment. Like, one of them is King Oldie McOld, and that's amazing. <laughs> He's really old. Like, okay, so I, I had, like, drifted off for a second, and for then the and then came back, and all of a sudden she was with this, like, really old man, and I was like, is that, like, her grandfather? <laughs> and then I realized, no, that's, like, who her dad wants to marry her off to for world peace. Ridiculous. Okay. Her brother, sorry, her brother. The king, you know, that dude. Henry VIII. Yeah. Would one of you guys like to go next? I just talked for miles, so. (laughs) Oh, I can go. I'm going to wing it, so. (laughs) You ready? Um, I guess so. (laughs) Set and go. So Princess Mary is sister to King Henry VIII, and she's a total feminist badass for her time and she likes this commoner uh charles whatever his last name is but (laughs) the duke (laughs) the duke uh likes her and has this whole plot but so she marries into france for peace and the old king louis but the uh and charles gets thrown in prison because they had this plan to uh run away together when she dresses up like a boy and then King Louis dies, and then she falls in love uh, and happy ever after. You're up. You're up. Uh, <laughs> that was, was really so bad. <laughs> that was like 31 seconds. It that wasn't was great. bad. It wasn't bad I was, at all. I was like, end the end. <laughs> so, well, mine's not good, so yours is much better than mine. Severa, do you want to go last so Katie can go now? Um, Okay. Or do you want to go now? Sorry. I, I can go now. Okay. I can go. Okay. okay. I, I'll go. All righty. Okay. Are you ready? Okay. Yes. Three, two, one. King Henry VIII appoints Charles Brandon as captain of the guard. His sister Mary Tudor gets a sca- gets scandalous with Brandon and they fall in love. Henry agrees to the marriage of Mary and King Louis to keep peace with France. So Mary tries to run away with Brandon, but they're caught and he's sent to the Tower of London for treason. Mary agrees to the marriage with King Louis as long as she's able to choose her second husband. The Duke of Buckingham pretends to help Brandon escape and sends assassins, but he sur- that survives. King Louis dies. The Duke comes to take Mary back to England and tries to force her into marrying him, but Brandon saves the day. Mary and Brandon get married and Henry VIII is still a jerk. The end. Whoa! (laughs) That was 26 seconds. That was incredible. (laughs) Yeah, that was great. This movie has so many important like stages in it. Like it's like a little chapter, and it's hard to leave something out for the 30 second recap. And and I realize I did not. I've admitted it. I did not watch the entire movie, (laughs) but I do. I can tell that it has like so many twists and turns to it that like it's not an easy one to just it's like nothing is really filler yeah but it's like it's long like it's too long (laughs) Mm -hmm. yeah that's why i was like i'm gonna skip over some stuff and then i was like i really can't hold on now i don't know where to go back to mine is a lot of jumbled thoughts and then it just ends so that's fine here you go nope three two go medieval wrestling okay metal sweater vest all right inappropriate dancing romantic sonnet fiddle faddle princess refuses to get married and then gets naked psych not naked but being devious to meet charles but he left to go to the new world she escapes to find him to go with them and they kiss she pretends to be a man to get on the ship but she gets caught charles is going to be executed until mary agrees to marry the french dude literally tries to kill him every chance she gets he dies mary gets her way and marries charles yay Good job. <laughs> 24 seconds, Kate. Yeah, but not nearly as compact and detailed as our star over here. I don't disagree. Yes. But... I've been dethroned. All righty. So, some history on The Sword in the Rose is this is a adventure film from 1953. Adventure is... Out there. And I'm actually wearing an up dress right now. You can't tell it's my skirt, but yeah. 
adventure okay um (laughs) so it's actually it's based on a novel from 1898 when knighthood was in flower by charles major um and it was originally made into a movie back in 1908 and then again in 1922 but it was named when knighthood was in flower it wasn't named the sword and the rose um the disney version was adapted by lawrence edward watkin he made the screenplay And it was shot at Denim Film Studios, and this was the third movie um, that Disney produced over in Great Britain after the war to use up those funds that they had stuck over there. Uh, And then in 1956, it was broadcast on American television in two parts under the original book title, so When Knighthood Was in Flower. So the guy who wrote it, his name is Charles Major. Did he name the main character after himself? (laughs) Maybe. Charles Major is Major Lee. Uh, self-indulgent there. <laughs> That's rude. Little narcissistic. How do you know? His name is Charles. <laughs> no guessing there. All right. You have like no fun facts. What's wrong with you? Okay, I looked up fun facts and there was nothing. It's fine. Nothing. Sometimes I can find it on like IMDb. There's like a little trivia. It had two little dumb nuggets of nothing. <laughs> so I, had to, like, I have search. one. Good. Because I need them. I can say it after. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, for sure. If you're if you're not gonna, I, I don't see it on here. So okay. Yeah. yeah if it's and not I, on there, if it's not on there, there well, then we're not gonna say it. So you can yeah. say it when she's done. Okay. All right. So apparently Walt gave the like green light, the go ahead for this film because he thought it was gonna be nominated for Best Picture Academy Award at the 1954 Oscars. Walt, I love you, but no. I mean, <laughs> Robin Hood and Treasure Island, I think, were much better than this. Like, if anything was going to get that nomination, I feel like it should have been Treasure Island, honestly, because yeah. it was so, like, original. I mean, not, it wasn't original because, like, it had been done before, but, like, that adaption was original because, like, the pirate talk and everything, like, yeah. that was innovative and cool and new, you know? I don't know. This one did pick up in the end. I'll give it that, but... So, as Meg said, this was the third film that was made from that locked revenue from the Disney films released in the United Kingdom during the war. And it is the third adaption of that book, When Knighthood Was in Flower, but this is the first one in color. So, that's cool. Um, There's a lot of matte paintings, like, used in the background. And I did notice one of them, you can barely notice because they're done very well, but one of them is the castle. um, And those are painted by Peter Ellenshaw. So he did all of the paintings for all of the Disney British films before he actually moved to America and worked for the studio full time. And for Sword in the Rose, he painted 60 matte paintings. And I wonder how big they have to be. Do you mean be. like the, to- the whole background was a painting? Yeah. Oh. Like that, if, if we go back and freeze the scene where like there's a big castle in the background, you can, if you look, you can tell it's painted, but it, I mean, if you didn't know, you wouldn't know. It's really hmm. well done. That's yeah, cool. He did 60 of them. Um, So British critics didn't really like this film. They criticized it for being historically inaccurate. Uh, American critics didn't really seem to mind, but they didn't really care for the film itself. And audiences really didn't flock to see it. It wasn't much of a success, unfortunately. So no Oscar. Um, So the film title is actually a metaphor for the characters. The sword is supposed to be Charles and the rose is Mary. I did catch that they like, they mentioned the rose... It was like halfway through the movie or something. They yeah. kind of like made that connection, I, yeah. mm-hmm. but it was kind. It almost felt like it was just in passing. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, I'm not expecting them to be like, "You're the sword and you're the rose," but like it was just kind <laughs> of. <laughs> it did just kind of feel like it was um, mentioned fleetingly. I think Mary should be the sword because she's like totally ba. Yeah, she is really <laughs> awesome. And lastly, already at the end of my fun facts, because there's just not a lot. When you follow up on Peter Pan, where that one's just like... Oh, there were so many, I know. (laughs) Um, So, this was released on DVD in December of 2010 as a Disney Movie Club exclusive, and you can also get it on uh, good old iTunes. Or Amazon Prime, is what we did. It was on YouTube, too. Oh, was it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's where I watched it. Yeah. I just wasted (laughs) $2.99. Severe, what's your fun fact? Oh, um, it's just that uh, the woman who played Mary Tudor was Winifred Banks in Mary Poppins. 
Yes. Yes, we noticed that yeah. when we were watching it, so thank you for remembering. That's where forgotten. she's from. Yeah. Oh, I was like, what was she in? I, I know. know. And it's such a unique name, too. I was like, I've definitely seen that name before. Mm-hmm. I knew but I recognized her face, and then I mm-hmm. recognized her voice. I was, like, I was I convinced when I saw her face for the first time. I was like, oh, my God, she's the grandma in Halloween Town. Like, I swear she is. And I was like, if she is, my mind's going to be blown. And she was not. I was sad. Yeah. Well, that's the reason I thought she was going to sing. And then she never sang. Yeah. Yeah, before we started recording, we, we, were know all, she can. we were all commenting that we would have liked this film better if there was some songs. Yeah. It would have kept I mean, my attention much longer. The, um, the sonnet could have been a song could it not have been oh yeah come on charles and that's surprising because like walt i feel like he would always put songs in when he could like at any moment this is the first Mm -hmm. one i feel like where i didn't say like he wanted to put animation in but decided against it right (laughs) i think he was i think he was really striving probably for that oscar and he wanted to take things out of it that he thought may have been hindering him from getting them in the past, yeah. such as, like, bits of animation, maybe. But you know what, um, Walt? You do you. Well, I mean, Walt really is the reason why there is an animated category in the Oscars now, so. hmm Yep. All right. Characters. We're already there. This feels so soon. I know. Um, so, Princess Mary. Uh, she is, like, yeah, super feminist B.A., I love her. Ooh, she makes me think of Jasmine from Aladdin. Like, mm. I will pick yeah. who I marry. You're yeah. not going to tell me what to do. Right. And, like, <laughs> to the point where she, like, tries to get this guy killed, right? Oh, my God, I mean, yeah. Like, she's doing everything in her power to, like, make him die faster. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's kind of sad. I feel bad. He's like, so when are we going to get alone time? And she's like, um, why don't you just ride this horse faster until you have a heart attack? You know what I mean? <laughs> Or keep drinking this wine. (laughs) Her character is really great, though. Like, and I'll get into this more probably when we talk about like favorite parts of the movie. Um, But whenever she like goes after Charles, like when he's like going onto the ship and everything, Mm -hmm. she just like makes she just makes me smile. I'm like, you just went after like your dream basically you went after exactly what you wanted and like i mean it didn't exactly work out perfectly at that moment but she still tried right like she that was kind of risky too yeah so i like her do you have anything to add about mary nope she cool anybody have anything (laughs) they want to add about mary nope (laughs) <laughs> that's what I was thinking of there's just something about me so next is good old Charles who you know Robin Hood it's the same guy I literally just like I couldn't stop seeing Robin Hood every time he came on the screen and of course in this one he Robin Hood with a mustache too. yeah get the mustache out of here but otherwise <laughs> he's still you know pretty decent to look at not complaining I liked him better in this one though I think just because he was like more like the lovey-dovey one. Even though, like, we do have Miriam, Marion in the last one. Miriam, yeah. This one's, like, totally, like, almost Romeo and Juliet style, where, like, the brother doesn't want them to get married, but they're so in love, but he goes away, and blah, 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 and yeah. I like blah, him. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, That's good descriptor. Descriptor words. Okay. How was it through your closed eyelids? Good. <laughs> <laughs> I love you. I like Charles, too. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, very descriptive, Meg. (laughs) I liked his red outfit the most. Oh, my God. Is that the one with the super puffy arms? Yeah, and the Mm. the metal vest. The medieval sweater vest is what we call it. Seeing men in those clothes, because I was like, it's so funny, because I wear stuff that kind of looks like this. (laughs) (laughs) Throwback. Yeah. <laughs> they always say things come back in style. <laughs> yeah. Hey, like men's rompers are a thing. Yeah. Might not be too far off. <laughs> I did like how like he was like 
he, in the beginning, especially, he knew, like, Mary was, like, being difficult on purpose, so he would, like, be it right back, and they were already flirting, like, even in the beginning, and it caught mm-hmm. her attention because they're, like, all her friends are, like, he's so rude, and she's, like, nope, he's a man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. I liked that a lot. <sighs> King Henry. I don't like him. I do not like that man. <laughs> I mean, he made his own church so he could marry more people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, this is your sister. Your sister. I know. Oh, and, like, at first care. you think he respects her. But then, like, not really. He calls her, like, a wench? What? Yeah, that there are a lot so of things. annoying. And I, and I felt like it was supposed to, like, we were supposed to take it as funny. But. But I don't, I, I don't I, know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Yeah. But I did. And he was, he was totally cool during the ball scene where, like, they did the very risque dance move. Oh, yeah. And his wife, the whatever number queen she was at the time, <laughs> was the like. One. Oh, was she the first yeah. one? Yeah. Okay. Because um, she's all like, this is awful. And he's like. Let's try it. <laughs> he's the reason he wanted to divorce. Mm. Well, I mean, I was going to say something and now I can't remember. Oh, I was going to say if they thought that was risque. Imagine them seeing twerking now. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I wanted I wanted to say so that dance that they did. This is something that I was like this just doesn't even make sense. The dance that they did was like a Spanish and French dance. Like, it's very... Com- and his wife is from Spain. So All why right. was she upset about it? You're right. Good point. <laughs> it just made me even more upset with her. <laughs> I mean, apparently this was inaccurate to history, so somebody uh, was snoozing on the <laughs> I guess drawing true. board there. <laughs> yeah. But well, good point. She yeah. was, like, yeah. like, fuming, man. She was angry. I was like, your mom probably does this dance. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, next up we have the Duke of Buckingham. Oh, this is the guy that wanted to marry her, right? He was like the super skinny guy with... Blondish brown hair. <laughs> like, in the friend zone for the whole movie. Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah more. She, he, like, she she's all like, you are still first. my best friend. <laughs> Oh, yeah, and he thought that, like, she was going to pick him to dance, and yes. she's like, mm, nope. Nope. Cold shoulder. That was funny. And everyone's yeah. like, oh, she didn't pick him. <laughs> she picked a commoner. Good old Charles. I got Charles. confused between him, in the beginning, between him and that other guy. Edwin or whatever. The one that was there when they were did the dance at first. Yeah. I kept get. I thought they were the same until they weren't. I think. I think partially, like sometimes, as as good and as well done as the costumes were, sometimes they're just a little bit too similar. So it made it really hard for me to decipher who was who yeah. occasionally. They they aren't all like super dazzling pretty like our boy Charles, right? You True. Know, you gotta distinguish. Them. Except he really should probably shave. Well, his yeah, mustache. He looked better clean shaven, I think, in Robin Hood. I think he just likes wearing tights. Yeah, that too. So, is Nothing the Duke of that. Buckingham the one who wrestled with Charles in the beginning? I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, the Duke of Buckingham is the one that had like the tights on, the like yeah. the, the green tights or whatever, yellow yeah. tights. Can we yep. talk about the wrestling for a second? I mean, it was kind of weird. <laughs> Opening scene, and, it was then, a and then the weird. king's like, ooh, 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 ooh. <laughs> yeah, that, like opening scene, and I had no idea. Like, I didn't look anything up about this movie. I didn't know what it was about, and I was like, what is this movie going to be? Yeah, yeah, yeah. it was interesting. interesting. Interesting is the best word that I have to describe. I think, I think a big problem with this movie is that you have to have more knowledge going into it, and that's just like not it doesn't make for a fun movie mm-hmm. because yes mary tudor comes up and i'm thinking that's his wife but it's yeah. i mean it's not 
I mean, like, they just didn't introduce characters well, and then at one point they just, oh, it's, oh, Mary, and I'm like, oh, that's Mary Tudor, not his wife, like, yeah, I don't know. I agree with it that. W- it was like he was trying to cater to the British audience too much. Mm. So like, and they were yeah, like I banking don't... on the fact that they would have the knowledge behind it when they started watching the movie. Yeah. Little did he know that two two women from uh, America would be sitting down analyzing this on a podcast. <laughs> and <laughs> I had no like, idea. And I'd be like, <laughs> I didn't know any of these characters. <laughs> I have not sat through like a world history class in 10 years probably (laughs) i didn't even i've been i was just in a world history class i didn't learn about it (laughs) yeah go back to your teacher and be like um so can you explain to me which one's the duke and why they were wrestling and what's going on with it (laughs) all right oh now that's gonna be hard are we sorting these people I don't know them yeah. well. I, okay, if you think, <laughs> if you think that you can, then that's fine. She's I like, can yes. <laughs> I can probably for sure do the first three. So, but not the Duke of Buckingham. I don't know. I don't Slytherin. Know. He's a bad type of Slytherin. Mary's a good and I'm a Slytherin, Slytherin. so like. <laughs> okay. Mary's a good Slytherin. Yeah, I agree, I agree with that because she's super ambitious and she's mm-hmm. pretty cunning to get her yeah. way. She yeah. like yeah. yeah. At the same so, like, time, so is the Duke, but in the not good way. Right, you know? right, yeah, yeah, I see that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, like, the thing with Mary is, like, she also knows her place, and that's what makes her a little bit, I think, smarter, mm-hmm. because she's like, I'm I'm going to play, like, my field. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. Um, Charles. Gryffindor. Yeah. Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Sure. She's a I confident jockey sort of. Go ahead, I'll take an argument. Because he's like, I feel like, yes, like he's heroic. I, I, I'm just thinking you can also make an argument for Hufflepuff because he's really, really, really big on loyalty. That's like, true. Actually, that was, I almost said Hufflepuff and then everybody was like Gryffindor and I'm like, oh yeah, huh? yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take him in my house. I'm okay he's with a, that. He's a Gryffindor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that works. Uh, King Henry, I don't even want to sort him. Squib. Like, he's just so mean. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's a muggle or a squib. We'll give him muggle because squibs are cool. Muggle. How about dark strength? <laughs> there we go. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Yeah. I can like, throw that one in there. <laughs> yeah. He would have. He would have been in school with Grindelwald. <laughs> Durham strength. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That was quick. Usually they take a lot of hemming and harm, but... Otherwise, I don't know. No. I don't know. I was gonna say, if I had to sort him, I might pick Ravenclaw, just because he, like, has to... He has to use wisdom to figure out where people should marry for world peace, right? And you, like, kind of have to be smart to figure that out. That's fair. I'm just gonna go muggle, though. He didn't want world peace. He wanted the dowry. I know. That's greedy. That's yeah. probably yeah, he's, a, he's a niffler. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. You He'd see be those... a difficult one for the sorting hat to place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I like I like niffler. The sorting hat would be like, what do you want to be? He'd be like, I want to be the king. Can <laughs> <laughs> I be the king of Hogwarts? Please. <laughs> I could see him being a minister of magic. Yeah, bad one. Well, fudge wasn't great. <laughs> I know. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Favorite character of the movie? Slash scene. Do you want to do them together? Yes. Can Is that okay if we do them together? Character yeah. and scene? Um, so, my favorite character is Mary. Um, I just love her take on life. I like that she is a cool Slytherin. Because I do really agree with that placement. Um, And then my favorite scene involves her as well. So that makes for an easy, um, I don't know, I'm rambling. Um, (laughs) My my favorite scene is when she, uh, when she decides to go and find Charles on the ship when he's going off to the new world. Because I just love that. 
I love the whole, I'm gonna go in disguise and then run off to try and find you. And it just is, it's like a feel good moment that she like went and did that for herself. And I love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think my favorite is Mary as well, just because she doesn't let anybody tell her what to do, you know? But again, like Alex said, she knows her place, so yeah, it's a good balance. And I think my favorite scene is probably her getting the King of France drunk. Because she's just, like, <laughs> constantly passing it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah, this is the closest it's kiss like, you're gonna okay, get. What, what even is, like, what is I... that motion? Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> this is how and we then... can kiss in public, probably. Right. I don't know. And then, yeah. like, his doctor like... comes over and is like, ah, as your physician, I don't think. And he's like, shut up. Like, I'm drinking. I'm impressing the lady. And then he gets, like, all giggly. And then he passes out. And then he dies? No. Oh. Not yet. I thought that was when he died, and I was like, yeah, I know. Wow, that, that was, was quick. <laughs> yeah. Um, my favorite character is actually King Louie. <laughs> just because, like, he's just, like, on the side. Obviously, we, we don't want her to end up with him, and we know he's super old and is going to die soon, and he just kind of has this, like, funny but slightly creepy vibe about him that he's just like (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah and I don't know it just like the oh my headphone fell out of my ear um like when you get the camera gets close and tight up on his face you can see that he is definitely not an old actor and his wrinkles are very much painted on his face so I'm just like I thought that was funny. That's funny. Also, he he reminded me of a sweeter, kinder, old version of Lord Farquaad from Oh, oh my, my god. god, yes. I'm never gonna unsee. <laughs> <laughs> his hair and the, the hat he wears, like, and, and the crown is exactly Lord Farquaad's crown. Oh, oh my god, god. <laughs> that's amazing. So as soon as I, like, put that together while I was watching the movie, I was like, this is great. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Um, and favorite scene, I think, is is a close call between the like the ball where they're dancing and she just like they keep doing the flip. And while I'm watching them, like the dance move is literally just the spin and this big jump. And I'm like, how are these people not dizzy and falling over? But then the two people <laughs> did fall over. <laughs> they were like attempting the dance move and then they just fell down. I'm like, that would be me. Yeah, that would um, be me. Yeah. And then I I also really liked the prison escape scene solely because I kept wanting it to be like uh Mr. Toad with the grandma suit oh and yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Down the stairs. I love that scene. <laughs> I forgot so about that. <laughs> that scene. <laughs> grandma suit. Oh, shout out to Mr. Toad. I love you. Every time I see prison escape scenes in any movie or any context, except like Orange is the New Black, because that's totally not the same, but like, I I always think of that. Oh my god. So. I just bought the book The Wind in the Willows. I can't wait to read it. Probably the, like, I enjoyed the movie more because I kept relating it back to other things. Like, in its entirety, I kept thinking, like, this is basically, like, the prince's bride. And then individual scenes, I was like, he's, like, Lord Farquaad. This is, like, the blessing <laughs> of That's so, funny. Yeah. Maybe, um, well, like, for Lord Far- Farquaad, I wonder if Lord maybe... Fart. <laughs> I wonder if maybe they, like, pulled inspiration from this. I don't maybe. know. I don't know. Possible. I felt really bad for King Louis because, like, when they were, like, coming up with the scheme of marrying him, you know, for a short period of time, they're like, he shouldn't have more than 12 months. Like, oh my god. <laughs> little and then did he they died know. in, like, a week. Yeah, little did they <laughs> yeah. know, like, probably 72 hours later. Oh. I feel bad for him. <laughs> yeah, like, I felt bad for him. 
bad for him the whole time because I'm just like, obviously, like, she doesn't want to be with him. She's doing this for, you know, keeping peace between the two countries. But he's just, like, this old sweet guy who, like, I don't know much about French history, but, like, his wife before probably passed away. And he's just, like, bored and lonely. Like, (laughs) yeah. This isn't the same King Louis as the one in Robin Hood, is it? Oh. I don't know. I don't know. I know there's a lot of Louis. Yeah, there yeah. is. So, the I mean, book, King Louis. Oh, yeah? <laughs> um, my favorite character, I think, I still, I don't know what his name was, but the guy that was with them when they were, like, dancing, and he was just like, oh, like, you know, he was just, like, nice the whole time, and he didn't do it. He was unproblematic. Edwin. Edwin. It's like a, an advisor or like a yeah. part butler sort of person. Because there think... was like the woman for yeah. her too. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was my favorite just because I got annoyed with everyone at least once, but not him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He was just like, I was like, this is the brother that Mary should have. <laughs> that would be much better. Um. And I think my favorite scene, I, th- I liked the one where they um, they dance together for the first time. And then when she, like, talks to King Henry about, like, doing her dance, I really liked that scene. What about least favorite? Least favorite character? Probably King Henry, just because he, you know patriarchy (laughs) yeah i don't know patriarchy and greed yeah it's just like uh he's just a very unlikable character and there's not much positive that i see with him really like he doesn't like he seems like he might care about his sister and then he really doesn't care about his sister and it's all just for money and power and i don't like that (laughs) I honestly, like, I'm trying to think of a least favorite scene, and I I guess maybe the wrestling, because it was weird. <laughs> like, it's I not, I didn't, confused. yeah, like, I didn't, I didn't hate it, like, it was whatever that it happened, but it just, it was a very confusing scene, yeah. I literally have never thought of wrestling, like, prior to, I don't know what year, but, like, it just seems so bizarre. Prior like, to, like, of WWE, and... right? Like, I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't John Cena! <laughs> exactly. I was waiting for Stone Cold to just come busting into the ring. Show him how it's done. Yeah, that... that Sword just... in the Rose, but it's John Cena instead of Charles Brandon. <laughs> yes! Oh, yeah, God. it was just a, it was just a weird Barry's scene. Chris one of those women from Glow. One of those wrestlers. I really yeah. need to watch that show. I need yeah. to watch that, too. Incentive to now. Yeah. <laughs> At least... Did you say Leif? Yeah, Leif's yeah, yeah. My least favorite character is King Henry for the exact same reasons. You know, he's just greedy. Can't really tell if he cares about his sister or not. I don't think he does because, like, he doesn't take her feelings into account. Um, and least favorite scene is, I think it's the Duke, um, tells Mary that, like, Charles is quote-unquote dead because mm. he really thinks mm-hmm. he is dead. But her acting there, like, he says that he's not alive anymore and she just, like, I think she's supposed to, like, faint with anguish, but she kind of just, like, looks like she's slowly falling asleep. Yeah. Show some, yeah. show some pain. It's the love of your life. No tears. Nothing. Just, I'm gonna go sleep. <laughs> bothers me. <laughs> but I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just thinking of it again, because she really does. She's just like, she was such a better actor in Mary Poppins. Yes, as... I'm pretty excited to to get to Mary Poppins. Mm-hmm. Sister suffragette. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah, that was written for her because they were like, "Oh, she needs her own song, but how do we give her a song?" Like Just it. make her a suffragette. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. 
What about you guys? Least favorite? Um, least favorite is King Louis' son or whoever. Like, after he dies and he becomes king and he's, like, has his own queen. He's like, I will marry you. Oh, yeah, Ooh, that guy. My, my queen. And she's like, <laughs> bye. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Actually, what's the French word for goodbye? Au revoir. Au revoir. <laughs> I was gonna say bonjour. Not correct. That's hello. Not correct. <laughs> also, like, like I speak French, and like I, I lived in Belgium for a while, and like I spent a lot of my time trying to get rid of my american accent and really try and bring on a french accent so then when they were speaking english their french accent was so fake like it wasn't <laughs> french at all so i was like like i don't get what this king louis accent is like it wasn't like anything french at all like there was no inflection so i'm like i don't, I don't know what the attempt here was <laughs> that's funny um <clears throat> favorite scene i don't know if i have one i mean the wrestling was weird but and i was mostly just like i don't know what this movie is gonna be when i was watching that scene but i also think like the end where the french ambassadors come back and they're like we want her to marry the new what what's his face french king and like she's like oh i'm already married that scene like it's a good scene but i think it just kind of was too long like they'd drawn it out too long i was like yeah okay i'm I, i'm gathering that she's already secretly married like let's get to the point but, yeah. <laughs> i got it yeah um my least favorite character is also the heir to the to france um just because like there are still guys like him i just it's too familiar yeah. you know yeah. Um, cause like you, like you can just see right off the back. Like I just get this icky feeling whenever he's in the scene. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, and then I think least, least favorite scene is like the very end just because he, King Henry called Mary like a bunch of things. Yes. And it was, I, I swear it's supposed to be comedic. Like he's supposed to be a funny character. I'm pretty sure. So I was just like, that's just. Because, like, you, she's so much, I, it's, like, weird because they try to make her, like, seem, like, really smart and really cool. And then they have, like, this character also, like, talk down about her. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I just, poor yeah. taste. I know what yeah. you mean. I can see how that would probably be taken as humor to audiences back in the 50s. But, <laughs> like, we were talking about earlier, maybe before we started recording, like, this movie did not age well, and, like, if there was intended humor, it did not come across. Except no. for King Louie. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> yeah, I agree with that. What do I take away from this? True love reigns. Yeah, that's kind of what I was going to say. It's like, you know, I mean... Clearly, times have changed, and there's a reason for that. So, like, the fact that, you know, like, they were showing that people used to have arranged marriages and get married off for world peace, and, like, that's <laughs> not a thing anymore. And, like, there's a reason for that, because, yeah, like, it may have been a reason to say, like, oh, we're allies, but is it really worth someone's life, really, happiness. or happiness to... I don't know. I mean, I guess somebody somebody else might say it's just one person, but, like, I'm over here, like, no, you're not going to ruin somebody's life over that. I mean, figure out another way to make world peace. <laughs> I mean, right. it's, uh, it's not necessary. There's other ways around it, and we've figured that out, thankfully. Um, so I'm grateful for that. What you said. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think I mostly took away, like, I guess, fight for what you want. Mm -hmm. Because, like, there's always going to be, like, something trying to stop you. There's always going to be a way. It's not going to happen. But, like, if you want it that badly, just stick to it and keep fighting for it. 
Um, and then I guess also just anybody can be a good or bad person. It doesn't matter where you come from because yeah. they, they had that whole class thing. Mm-hmm. Um, conflict and it's like just like love who you want be who you want to like be a good person I guess yeah I love that yeah that's sort of the same for me like somebody tells you no like you know fight for it like don't just settle for like oh okay like if, if you really believe in consent. it <laughs> oh well yeah <laughs> yeah for sure <laughs> yeah yes I agree me Anybody have anything else to add before I dive into our Disney memory? No. I will take silence as a no. (laughs) Alright, so (laughs) this one comes from Megan Argetsinger. That's really good. Thank you. Yeah, good job. I can't say Severa, but... I can say Argent Singer. <laughs> Every time I say your name, I look at my note. Because <laughs> I don't want to get it wrong. All right, so Megan says, first, a little background. My entire family, all 15 of us, including my parents, brothers, and sisters, brother-in-law, niece, nephews, and my boyfriend, had a Walt Disney World vacation last summer. My parents had been there before, but it was my fir- it was the first time for the rest of us and the first Disney vacation together since we went to Disneyland 30 years ago. Because it was my first time going to Walt Disney World, I was extremely tempted to just ditch my family and see and do as much as I could. But it's so rare for all of us to vacation together, I decided my priority was to spend time with my family, especially my niece and nephews. Because there are so many of us and we are kind of split into sub-families, we made a lot of our Fast Pass reservations together, but we also had to go our separate ways sometimes. My boyfriend and I took a red-eye flight from Seattle to Orlando. Whew. To make it to Hollywood Studios in time for rope drop on the first day. Holy crap, guys. When we arrived on property, we quickly checked in at the front desk and asked for our luggage to be sent to our room when it was ready, then headed to the park. We were there from rope drop to fireworks, so needless to say, we were exhausted when we headed back to our hotel. These people Disney like we Disney. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Shout out to Disney you guys. too. <laughs> Unfortunately, there had been a mix-up with our room, we were double booked, and with our bags, so instead of going straight to bed like we wanted to, we had about a three-hour fiasco of getting to a new room and finding our bags. Ouch. Despite our exhaustion and frustration, we kept our positive vacation vibes. In typical Disney fashion, they wanted to make up for a little bit of misfortune, and they ended up giving us universal fast passes. I don't know if that's the actual name for it. So basically, you can go anything you want, right? They just, like, add extra fast passes to your magic band. Oh, wait, she explains it. Basically, we had three fast passes each <laughs> for every day of our trip that could be used anytime on any fast pass ride. If it was just me and the boyfriend, we definitely would have used these to, f- to their fullest potential and ride the big rides all day, but instead we used them to spend more time with family. Seriously, my boyfriend's an angel. <laughs> we were able to use our normal fast passes for the big family reservations and then pop back and forth between families to join my sisters and their kids or my parents and brothers when they had different fast pass reservations. So that really worked out for them. Yeah. We never had to worry about getting a reservation at the right time or leave our family behind to use a reservation. The cast members who gave these fast passes to us had no way of knowing just how much they would help us, and they were probably not used not used in the way they might have expected. This was some serious Disney magic, in our opinion, and made the vacation even more special for us. That's awesome. That is, holy crap, a lot of people are going on a Disney vacation. <laughs> that's Disney magic. <laughs> yeah. That's like, that's just what the cast members do. They're awesome. Mm-hmm. So, so thank you for sharing your story with us. Yes. Um, and if you would like to have your Disney memory featured on the show, this is blue, I'm sorry. No, it's okay. Okay. Please email us at grownupkidspodcast at gmail.com. It can be anything Disney related, so send it our way and we'll be sure to read it on a future episode. Guys, we're running out. Oh no. Where are you all at? Send us more. I know you're there. Send us some more. <laughs> <laughs> So we want to give a huge, huge thank you to Alex and Severa for joining us tonight. You on... didn't look at your note. I know. I had to really think about it uh, for, <laughs> for joining us tonight. I know it's a little bit late. Um, and we had to push this back a whole week because we were so busy. So thank you for being flexible with us. And thank you to our listeners for being flexible with us, yes. too. We had a huge weekend for our other podcast, Swish and Flick, and... We literally just had no time. It was just an insane week leading up to the weekend, and there was no time for anything. So we thank you and appreciate that 
You didn't mind us skipping a week. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. So thank you guys again. It really means a lot to us. Yes, thank, thank you. you guys. <laughs> All right. So Grown Up Kids can be found on Podbean, iTunes, the Google Play Store, Stitcher, TuneIn, and now Spotify. So make Woo! sure you subscribe so you can be sure to get our latest episode as soon as it's available. You can also find us on social media. We're on Facebook at Grown Up Kids, a Disney podcast, and Twitter and Instagram at Grown Up Kids Pod. You can also join us on Patreon, which uh, is patreon.com forward slash Grown Up Kids Pod to gain access to our bonus episodes. Uh, and you can also head on over to our Facebook discussion group, and I've posted a document there with our comprehensive list of movies that we'll be watching, along with availability to be on the show with us. So make sure that you check that out and comment on that post, email us, or Facebook message us what movies you're interested in joining us on, and I'll let you know if they're available. Um, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to watch The Living Desert ahead of next week's episode. And don't forget, adults are only kids grown up anyway. All who come to this happy place, welcome. Disneyland is your land. Here age relives fond memories of the past. And here youth may savor the challenge and promise of the future. <laughs> <laughs>